0: going on guys I see there's some people in here I hope you're hyped especially with that theme song going so let's go welcome to abstract sports podcast episode 30 titled Vegas Golden Knights and the ups and downs in Houston if you're from Houston in the Texas area our thoughts are with you in sports and in humanity but let's get to your abstract sports podcast starting lineup at the co-host position, standing 168.91 centimeters tall, he is the seven-layer dip of this podcast if you know what I mean, introducing Micah Brown aka Micah Rowave And at the host position, standing 170.18 centimeters tall. He's Larry Bird. If Larry Bird can run a computer, he's the bacon bits of the potato bar. His name is Kyle Totato Deluxe Richter. Hey guys hey I hope that intro wasn't a little wasn't too weird for you it's probably weird it's probably weird, it's probably weird. <laughs> but what's going on I'm watching this on two different screens at two different speeds it's not easy it's very hard <laughs> I'm it's just kind of distracting there's a lot of a lot of screen real estate going on over here The music is still playing I'm gonna shut that off now hopefully that wasn't annoying either <laughs> uh, but hey welcome to abstract sports where we're bringing sports back to life. By looking at the game from abstract, but popular angles. Did I say that wrong? I don't know. We talk about sports. We talk about sports. We also talk about other things, too. Um, but this is episode 30, coming at you live on Facebook this time. 30. Um, Dirty 30. Yeah, have been doing this for a while, huh? But uh, coming at you live on Facebook, mostly because Twitch was kind of boring. There weren't enough people in there talking, and I thought, you know what? Facebook was going pretty well. I had some some good friends and family that I, that we left behind when we made the switch to Twitch and I felt like I missed everybody. And I know Micah did too. Um, let's get you in the shot a little more, but so we're back on Facebook and, uh, we encourage you all to share this live stream. Um, we're going to try to do this on Facebook from now on. I think, uh, share, comment, ask us your questions Anything, whether it's related to sports or not, I think that's sort of what falls into the abstract category, Um, because after all, we are human. (laughs) Um, But if you're curious, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud or iTunes or whatever, um, if you're curious about what a live uh, video broadcast of this podcast is like, uh, you're going to want to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash abstract sports. We go live here every Wednesday at 7 o'clock Mountain Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, Uh, today was a little bit later just because switching over to Facebook, we had to add some different things into our stream to get it to, to work for us. So behind the scenes, uh, feel free to let us know if everything sounds okay or does not sound okay. If it doesn't, uh, we would be happy to fix it. Uh, but heck man, it's, it's been a while. We've been a little bit MIA lately. It was a busy couple of weeks. Busy couple of weeks. I mean, uh, World Series was going on, so that's sort of why we didn't do anything last Wednesday. That was game seven. Yeah, it it looked pretty pretty bad if a sports podcast was podcasting while Game (laughs) Seven of the World Series was going on. Yeah, I think that's an unwritten rule. You you watch Game Seven. Doesn't matter what sport it is, you watch it. Especially, it doesn't even matter if it's the championship series. Like if it's one of the first rounds, or even a wild card game where like you win, you go into the playoffs. That like that's why the NFL is so crazy because it's one game and it matters. Everything matters. Um, That's what game Game Sevens are all about. Uh, david on facebook says sounds good thanks man appreciate it uh, also thanks for sharing the stream that's going to help a lot um the more people you get in here the bigger conversation it gets wild like yeah yeah i haven't it's had cool. micah here for like a real super engaging twitch or a or, uh, facebook stream maybe one i think it's my fault it's just it's just my fault. I don't think it is your fault. I think it's just because we've been on Twitch pretty much since you started doing True. this. We, I think we did like one or two Facebook ones. Did, but, yeah, at least one. Maybe but, two. But I like to talk about how we do things because it's it's crazy how different it is from like Twitch to Facebook. We had like nobody talking to us. Maybe one stream. We had five people in there at one point. One was a racist. Yeah, there was... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, internet. Yeah. Uh, but when you come over to Facebook, it's like... You know the people you know. They're friendly. They have good conversation. So here we are. Except that David guy. Yeah, a David guy. <laughs> um. So, anyways, let's just start talking about some things. Like before we get into sports, I feel like we haven't we haven't really hung out that much in the last couple of weeks. We've been doing our own things. Um, what mm-hmm. have you been, What have you been up to the last couple of weeks? Anything crazy? Drinking. <laughs> just drinking. Just the whole past two weeks. Watching drinking. sports. Drinking. What was a game that you watched in the last couple weeks that you were, like, glued to the TV for? Mm, game seven. Well, game five, six, and seven, really. Uh, I'm not sure we've done a podcast since game three? Yeah, it's something like that. The, uh, dude, the World Series flew by. I didn't get to catch a lot of it, honestly. I was too busy doing other things, but... Yeah, I think it was game three that we did our last podcast together. So, yeah. Watching the World Series. Uh, Fair enough. The, uh, <laughs> the football Sundays, the disappointing football Saturdays because I can't seem to root for a team that likes to win and Sundays too and Sundays. (laughs) the Titans are Titans are five and three yeah they're better than the Vandals they got a winning percentage at least yeah uh David on Facebook says hashtag crying no no offense yeah no offense we love you man come back to me (laughs) uh but yeah things been crazy like we've been traveling people been traveling uh World Series going on missed a couple of pods here and there um, I went was in Salt Lake for a game last weekend, um, and then the weekend before that with you and, and the other guys. Two in a row. But you know what? With winter starting to settle in here in southeast Idaho, I have a feeling that things are going to get back into a groove. Um, I mean, I know that winter is usually the time when we spend a lot of time like uh, playing video games and staying indoors. True. But I feel like since we're going to be indoors and we've got a nice little space heater over here, um, we're going to want to be cozy with the podcast all winter long, so... So you're going to want to tune in. Mm. Still warm. We don't need the space heater. Kyle's, <laughs> Kyle's on mine, Kelly. You're not home. <laughs> hey, Thursday, she's never home. So she got that class. Got classes. Uh, Jesse on Facebook says, game number five did not fly by. It did not. Wasn't well, The that? series did. That was an 11-inning game, right? Something like that. 10 or 11? It like, was long. There were a couple games like that. But... I would love to be at a World Series game that went extra innings. Yep. Like It's free baseball. Free baseball. Those tickets are probably already expensive anyways. Oh, and you're getting to be there for <laughs> just that much longer. Um, could you imagine the Game 7 last year with the Indians and the Cubs where oh. it went extra innings and rain and rain delay? and Oh, my goodness. it take, take a lot out of you. Yeah, it would. Well, a lot of ups and downs. Hard to rebound from that that rain delay and come back out. But, hey, that's what they get paid to do. True. Execute. It's not like... Baseball is the most physically demanding sport. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I could do it, but right. <laughs> but it's not like a football team where you go through your warm ups, you stay warm. True. You're running. Baseball, there's a lot of just standing, sitting around, sitting in the dugout. You only get a bat every so often. Yeah. The guy that needs to get warm <clears throat> is the pitcher and the batter. That's really it. Yeah. But uh, we got a lot to talk about today. I mean, we're going to talk a little bit of hockey, basketball, football, hockey. A little bit of hockey. Hockey is a, a beautiful sport. It is, um, but I have to say, I went to I went and saw that Lonzo Ball kid play in Salt Lake, and uh, it, the Lakers lost. But uh, you know, I'm not expecting much from them with such a, a young lineup. Um, this trip, I, I think I mentioned in the last in the last podcast that I did that I was going by myself, and I stayed in a hotel by myself and made good friends with the bartender. Had some beers before the game, um, and it was kind of cool. I sat next to a guy who works for KSL. Who, is it If you don't know what KSL is, it's basically like a news station um, that has like, they have a website where you can put up classified ads and it's like a big news thing. Um, and apparently he, in, I haven't told you this yet, but this guy has interviewed people like Magic Johnson what? about his like business endeavors. What? He has a, sorry, I'm like trying to turn off my volume over here because I feel like everybody is hearing my Facebook notifications. But keep the keep the notifications coming in. But this guy, he's like this older guy, super energetic, and he was willing to talk about sports. I may have thrown in a little thing about abstract sports to him. I mean, I was wearing the shirt after Kept all. I it right in there. I was just like, oh yeah, the shirt. I, I it's a podcast that I run. You should tune in. And he's like, oh yeah, totally. Probably not. He's Amateur. Yeah, like, he seems like a really busy guy, uh, but he's interviewed Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's interviewed LeBron James like just people who've come through the area and they do radio interviews every once in a while. Hmm. So that was really interesting. Um, I couldn't imagine, like I told him like, were you star Or I asked him, were you starstruck or anything like that when you were interviewing magic Johnson? And he's like, well, no, because it's my job. I'm just doing my job and he's doing his. So it wasn't like I was starstruck or anything. I wasn't nervous. It's just what I do. And I was hmm. like, I'm still a fan of the game. There's no way this is my job. <laughs> so you'd be starstruck. I would be. Well, I don't know. With Magic Johnson, where I, he I don't didn't really look up to him growing up or anything. I could probably see myself being like, "Hey, man, nice to meet you. I love your work, <laughs> you know." And and be a little bit more laid back. But then again, it's hard to tell because when you see somebody who's that big coming up to you, like you know who this guy is, what he represents. You know, he's a co-owner of the Dodgers. Sign my shoes. He's involved in the Lakers organization. Like. It's kind of hard not to be like, uh, Hi, Mr. Magic Man. Uh, My name's Kyle. They call me tater Deluxe. <laughs> Can I ask you a few questions? Oh, man. Yeah, that would be like the most brutal interview of all time. <laughs> but anyways, talking to that guy was really cool. Um, the hotel I stayed at was interesting. The service was awkward. Um, it's kind of like I went to the, this restaurant, and uh, it says, please wait to be seated. So I stand there. There's nobody in there. I'm standing for five minutes, and I'm like, "Uh, maybe I'll go have another beer, and then I'll come back, I guess. So I do that. I come back, and there's still nobody there. And so I'm like, I'll just sit down and wait for somebody to come by. And sure enough, they did, and I got a little nice personal pizza. Hmm. Um, We'll have to next if we ever stay in Salt Lake for a game, we might stay at this hotel. It's still it's pretty cool. It's like one block from Vivint Smart Home Arena. Live broadcast from downtown Salt Lake City. I thought about it. (laughs) Um. But yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to. That's pretty crazy. But uh, is there anything you want to talk about right off as we dive into the sports thing? I feel like there's one thing in particular. Is there one thing in particular? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you said before the sports thing. Oh, I I, I said after. Be, oh. oh, so oh. I was like, that's a sport. Well, as just so was a for miscue. those of you at home, we haven't we have this outline that we follow. Follow. <laughs> follow and we don't we're not very good at that we suck okay. yeah <laughs> that's all right <laughs> uh so going into sports probably the reason you're here uh we're gonna lead things off like the title says with some hockey 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 kyle here's not the biggest hockey fan but that's probably because he's never been to a live game i have are you kidding me like a pro game uh semi-pro i guess i've huh. seen i've seen the spokane chiefs okay my bad. I didn't give you and the And the Tri Cities, whatever they are. Americans. Americans. I saw one of those games and a couple others, but that's as close to pro as it can get for me. Maybe maybe basketball's just too far ingrained in you. Maybe it, yeah, it's true. Since they're they're getting rid of your basketball court for a rink of ice in the same <laughs> arena, it's just sacrilege. Yes, yeah, true. Uh, anyway, uh the, the NHL season's very young. And probably the biggest note, maybe not uh, advertised so much, is that the Vegas Golden Knights the newest expansion team for the NHL. This is their first year, their inaugural season. They're that, Doing pretty well. That new team with that sick logo. That new team, the cool colors, the cool logo, in the desert. Doing pretty well. They're above 500 by several games. They're like 8-3 and three or something, I believe. That's pretty good for that kind of a team. Um, Sheena on Facebook says, Hi, Kyle! Um, I know that person. Hi, Sheena. How are you doing? Thanks for coming through the live stream. Talk about some sports. I hope you like hockey and basketball and football and baseball. We're starting off with hockey though. If you don't, you should probably leave. (laughs) I feel like there's enough like (laughs) of us messing around that people who don't like sports can get some enjoyment out of this. It's kind of like football. There's like 10 minutes or 10 seconds of action and then 30 (laughs) seconds of nothing. Yeah. And plus you have the celebrations. Everybody loves the celebrations now, now that they're back. But anyways, hockey. So what, how, as a new team coming into the league, how exactly do they acquire players? Like it's, it's not like they can just join the NHL draft and draft players from that same pool. How are they even able to get a team, first of all, but then have them be so good? Fantastic question, Kyle. Glad you asked. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know how they get a team. I don't know how, like, I don't know if you apply. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> if we build a stadium, can we get a team? I think you just, probably- like, you just stick a flag in the ground and they're like, <laughs> we have a team. Our team is here. <laughs> Our team. We are the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, no, I imagine it's probably like a, an ownership meeting being like there's a market here, like a big like a PowerPoint yeah. presentation yeah, to city, the city, the city okay. wants a team, they're building an arena. So uh, I don't know of that. but acquiring players is a little different at least for the expansion. Um, so every existing NHL team has their roster. It's already set. And bunch of players. They've gone through players, and they've added people. Yeah. They've lost people. Got their lineups. They got their stars. They got their supporting cast members. They've got their prospects. They've got their goalies, and they were given a uh, protection, protective list, protection clause, and they could protect a certain amount of players. However, that number of players didn't cover their entire roster. So they it means that it's kind of like I. When I think of that, I think of like a fantasy league where you can have one keeper that goes yeah, into the next it's, year. it's basically a keeper league. Okay. So, um, it's a keeper league esque. You get to have more than just the one. guy. You could get, get have more than one guy, and not everyone's repicking. It's one team picking from the everywhere. Unpro- yeah, from the unprotected guys. So, uh, the Golden Knights weren't left with just leftovers. They got to pick from some okay players. They probably don't have. Any superstars, I wouldn't say they do. Um, they have a couple of good guys, but uh, so but, I mean, sometimes that's what all it takes to have a good team, yeah. And sometimes you have some uh, some players that were uh, support casts on their other team because they're behind a couple superstars when really they're good enough on their own, they just were never given the opportunity, right? And now that they're the guy, hey, so uh, yeah, teams had their protected list, and then Vegas got to pick from the unprotected players. From around the league. Okay. And uh, so they weren't starting from scratch, and they've done pretty well for themselves so far. Yeah, it's really interesting, because I'm trying to think of like some teams out there who didn't really have a superstar, necessarily, but they all worked really well as a unit, and, and like they, they all did really well at their particular job. The Atlanta Hawks the other year. The Atlanta Hawks, um, I mean, I, I would say the Wizards, but they do have a couple of guys who have really grown in the last few years in Bradley Beal and, and John Wall. Um, let's see who else like Timberwolves. Timberwolves oh, are they're kind different. of they're different now. So yeah. they, they still have well the Jazz I guess is a good example of that team because and I'm I'm using basketball because it's the best that I know. There are some football teams out there for sure, but um, like with the Jazz, they had Gordon Hayward who became an All Star. Then he left, and now the Jazz are still doing really well without him because they have one really good defensive guy. He's not quite an All Star. He should have been. Um, but then they have a lot of guys who are good at their jobs. Like, Ricky Rubio is a point guard who is an assist machine, and he's flashy, so you got the entertainment value, which is cool. And he looks good. Got that flowing hair with the beard and the ta- new tattoos. That accent. Mm. Ooh. There's a lot of accents on Put the it Jazz on a team. <laughs> um, but they're a team that definitely is an example of having role players, um, and being productive because of... Stepping into okay. that uh, that shining role exactly, um, but it's really interesting. Like I was when I heard about the Vegas Knights, um, Vegas Golden Knights um, becoming a thing. I just thought that, you know, I've I've been to Vegas once, and I was with you when we went. Yes. and I was thinking like, you know, we we did end up going to a baseball game while we were there, and I was wondering why they didn't have more sports teams in a place where uh, entertainment is the thing. It's a uh... It's because it's so touristy, I think. I think so. Like people would rather just go walk up and down the strip with a beer in their hand and spend money at casinos and stuff than yeah, people go outside town. People go to get away and to sin and sin, gamble, <laughs> prostitutes, <laughs> drugs, other sins, well, other sins, uh, sins of the flesh. <laughs> um, whereas there's there's a lot of cities with pro teams. There's already 30 something HL That's teams, true. there's already 30 something NFL teams, NBA teams, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So adding that to Vegas wouldn't be really anything new true to people that have access to that already. Mm-hmm. Small town folk like ourselves, <laughs> yay, let's Woo-hoo! go do this. It's special, but yeah, so David on Facebook says that is the reason itself, I think. I think he's talking about um, I don't remember. I hate the delay on these live yeah. streams. We're <laughs> talking about, David, there's a little delay. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, David. <laughs> I think it came up when when we were talking about um, teams wanting to be in Vegas. Like, why why are there not more sports teams in Vegas? And probably be just because people like to go there and drink. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, so much to do in one city. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't go to Salt Lake to gamble. Why? Because it's not there. True. I go to Salt Lake to see a jazz game
1: that's the thing to do yeah
0: vegas i'm probably gonna play blackjack i'm probably gonna drink in public because i can it's Uh, a very exciting thing that never gets old by the way (laughs) yeah yeah you're like oh the cops don't care oh my god as long as i'm inside this tape i'm safe yeah (laughs) so i i can see why there's not any other pro sports there i mean they do Uh, have the the, what is it the at&t center or at&t arena t-mobile t-mobile some kind of phone company t-mobile like I, I would love to see the Vegas Knights have a really good uh, home crowd. Is that where they play? Is it that arena? Yeah. Okay. That arena makes sense. So, and there's there's plenty of uh, people that live in Vegas full time that they could have a good fan base, but it's not a it's not a giant metropolitan area like say New York or mm-hmm. Dallas or L. A. Something like that. So, um, but maybe but, it's just so different that people want to do it. I think so. And you got the Raiders going there in a couple years. Um, that'll be kind of interesting. I don't know how that'll work, but we'll see. Yeah, I, th- I think it, it, it'll shake things up a little bit in the NFL where um, there have been some other storylines storylines going on in the league, and maybe this will like kind of shake things up and give give the NFL a new feeling that it wasn't there before. Um, and the fact that it's the Raiders who already have kind of like a rowdy fan base. I mean, I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but it'll be really interesting to see what type of fans show up and if they're going to be as rowdy. I mean, it is the Sin City. There's crazy people there's a lot of entertainers who are already dressed up. To, yeah. <laughs> I just I wonder if they're gonna go to the game in like their spiked shoulder pads and stuff like they like they do now. I don't know, um, but something to look forward to. Um, but kudos to the Vegas Golden Knights on their debut season, killing it so far, eleven games in. So doing it pretty 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 okay. And so, with that, we are gonna jump into some other things. How about this? <laughs> Graphics. Boom. Art. Design. Basketball. Sports. The ball bounced on the screen. Did you like it? <laughs> Did you like it? Uh, anyways, let's talk about some basketball. Um, speaking of a team who's doing really well starting out the gate, had some things that kind of messed up their lineup a little bit, um, kind of similar to the Vegas Golden Knights where they didn't really have a lineup in the, big, in the first place. Uh, the Celtics are on an eight game win streak. Um, and there is a there was a meme that was posted. It wasn't really a meme. It was like a an observation. I'm sure we if you're in the sports, you're you're involved in sports and following your teams and just the media around it. You've probably heard things like, so and or this team has won this many games after this happened. Like one example was I think last year the Warriors went on like a twenty game win streak after Klay Thompson signed a toaster. Oh yeah. Just like some obscure thing, like after this happened, oh. Clay Thompson. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> they uh, in toaster. So uh, I'm getting all notifications. blown up. Yeah, uh, but anyways, the the one in this story is a little bit vulgar, and I can't say it on the air. But they've they're on like an eight game win streak ever since he yelled at a fan saying, "Oh yeah, suck my lollipop, you yeah. fan." Uh, and he's playing kind of lights out. I mean, Kyrie's one of those guys I really look up to because he's quiet, but he's, he lets his game kind of do his talking. He's a little bit of a, <clears throat> little bit of a female dog. Oh, okay. <sighs> uh, for leaving, for leaving Cleveland? Leaving, leaving Cleveland? Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Paraphrases? Yeah. He, you know, if it came out in a couple years that Kyrie, like, was the one that actually broke hayward's ankles just while he's asleep or something wouldn't be surprised (laughs) you wouldn't be surprised by that no one can outshine me now (laughs) oh man that'd be terrible (laughs) uh but anyways the celtics doing pretty good this season after losing gordon hayward to the ankle injury um but they're actually playing the lakers right now and i wanted to see how they're doing i think i actually closed that link where did it go oh crap espn's gonna give me auto playing video we don't want hold on hold on you're just going to look at the score. look at the score for you. Don't. Okay. <laughs> just so easy when I have a keyboard in front of me and a big screen. Got it. Uh, your Lakers are losing by seven. Sorry, eight now. It is 87 to 79. With six minutes to go. Or No, no. 30 seconds in the third quarter. Yep. Down six now, or up six. Um,. But the cool thing about that story is that the Lakers and Celtics have been like this huge rivalry in the NBA for the, for a super long time, arguably the biggest rivalry in the NBA of all time. Pull up those stats for you. Oh, I think I have that. Oh, I right. got it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So Mike, I found a pretty cool graphic via ESPN. Shout out ESPN because you know they have all the things. Yay Disney! <laughs> um, but in their franchises' history, playing against each other, so Celtics versus Lakers. The Celtics have won 74 games. The Lakers have won 76. So if that doesn't blow your mind. This next one will. So that's damn near 50 50. But this one's crazy. Yeah, like he's saying, Celtics have scored 16,058 points. That's a lot of points. And the Lakers have scored 16,057 points. So the Lakers have two more wins on one less point total which is... Luminati confirmed. <laughs> it's like, what is this? Like, every game is super close or what? But even, to add one more point to this that's not here, the Lakers and the Celtics played against each other last year. Um, this is when they, you know, the Celtics still had Isaiah Thomas, and the Lakers were still trying to rebuild, and they were all young and not doing well at all. Worst season of their franchise's history. And they faced the Celtics in a game that was going to determine that, going to determine that tiebreaker. So... The, this I think the tally was like I don't know it was like seventy five seventy four in favor of the Lakers or something like that and the Lakers won that game and so now it kind of comes to this and the uh, Celtics are going to try to come back and get that next win East Coast West Coast yeah but pretty interesting for it being like one of the biggest rivalries in, in the NBA um, that it's that close in the tally. <laughs> Um, but the Lakers have more championships. They have, like, 15 or 16. Celtics have a lot, too. It's all about the rings. I hope this isn't playing audio automatically. Why give me these notifications? David on Facebook says, although I imagine an ice hockey rink would be a good way to beat the heat. Hey, maybe that's why. I'm sure that was a selling point. Yeah, but if I'm going to Vegas, I want to sit at a machine or at a table and in the air conditioning and have some lady feed me beer. (laughs) <laughs> while I play cards. You're like slurping it out of brain? Yeah, I, I, I buy my <laughs> beers with the money I'm gambling and it feels like it's free when it's really not. But It's not? Nope. It's I sat at a table for an hour once, lost more money than I should have, and I only got one beer out of it. Did you tip? You got a tip. I do tip. You do tip? Yeah. Wrong casino. <laughs> so many factors. Jeez, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Pro tip for Vegas if you like alcohol. <laughs> Clearly I do. If you order it, they will bring it to you so if you want crown and coke they'll bring you crown and coke what if you order like a if you want can i get like half coke quarter crown and a quarter black velvet will well they'd be like wish granted they'll be like that's poor taste but we'll do it for you uh, <laughs> you weird son of yeah, a yeah but if you want a certain type of liquor that maybe is a little too expensive for you to drink on the rake at home Vegas is your chance. Patron. Yeah. Shots of Patron. Because they don't know if you're some high roller that will know the difference between Patron and some other tequila. (laughs) I don't know. Another random tequila. Hornitos. Yeah. Hornitos. there you go. Um, Blue tarantula. God. (laughs) But yeah. Wayne Snyder. Uh, But if you say, like, whiskey, they're going to be like, okay, here's our whiskey that came from underground. Yeah, they'll they'll give you whiskey, but it's going to be cheap. But if you specify they'll make it for you that so pro tip i actually love our tangents about alcohol i think it's great it's it's, it's been a big one today <laughs> so hey i'm just i'm going with it i mean it's the first time back on facebook let's give the people what they want i'm sure part of the people out there want alcohol i mean lots of them why not do you want a beer car? I have one. no i'm good okay. <laughs> thanks <laughs> um so yeah celtics lakers crazy you to see how that game uh ends up Speaking of the Lakers, and I know I have to do a Stop is, giving him air time. <laughs> well, see, this is like a counter story to their whole movement, right? The 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 Ball family, the Big Baller brand. I'm not shouting them out. I don't I don't even own their stuff. Yet. <laughs> if anything, it'll be Alonzo Ball shirt. It won't be a Big Baller brand shirt. But anyways, after I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> I can't condone this. <laughs> Every week. They make it into the podcast every week. Of all the professional athletes, who gets airtime? The ball fan. Well I got I got a big one coming up next, people who I don't talk about often, but everybody's gonna enjoy, so let me get this one in, okay? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Um, I'm the co host, so (laughs) sit down. Be humble. humble. (laughs) Um probably need a soundboard. (laughs) We really do. Be Be humble. humble. (laughs) Uh, so Alonzo Ball, who's on the Lakers, has a younger brother named Leangelo Ball. He goes by Jello. Fun fact. But he's a new freshman at UCLA, and they're supposed to kick their season off this Saturday against Georgia Tech. For some reason, they're starting their season off in Shanghai, China. It's weird for a basketball team. College, for, college basketball team. Yeah, for a college basketball team, that's really weird. And the fact that it's kicking the season off, or tipping it off, if we want to be correct. Um, here China let us watch us exploit our athletes much like you probably do at home <laughs> yeah uh, and anyways his younger brother Leangelo Ball along with two other teammates from UCLA got caught shoplifting at a Louis Vuitton store next to their hotel okay J- Jello Ball is a kid who drives like a Porsche or like a Lamborghini or some kind of super expensive car that an 18 year old should not have and He's shoplifting from Louis Vuitton. Like, do you really need that? You can't fix stupid, Kyle. Like, you you realize that, how, like, how many eyes are on you, and you realize you're in another country. You get caught doing something bad in another country, like China. But I have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> it's like, I don't. Yeah, it, it, getting in trouble in a different country is just bad news all around. So, it's sort of like a major gash in this. Uh, what they're trying to paint is this awesome picture for their family, um, especially with them being in the limelight. I don't know. It's it's just, it sucks to see. I mean, you don't ever want to see like a young kid go out there and make poor decisions, but when it happens, it happens. You got to learn. As stupid is, as stupid does. Yeah, I mean, Jameis I mean, Winston stealing crab legs from the grocery store. Yeah. Similar thing, but... I don't know, Kyle. I was a stupid kid one time, and... I think we've all done stupid stuff, but... I, did, I didn't I didn't shoplift from a Louis Vuitton store. I didn't either. I don't even know where the cl- closest one is to me. I don't know what Louis Vuitton <laughs> is besides a fashion name. I don't even know what they make. Uh, I, clothes? Probably overpriced <laughs> things. I bet you it's overpriced things. But in case you hadn't heard about that, that's pretty wild. Um, Lonzo Ball has been saying that I haven't talked to him since it happened. I'm just trying to take care of business. And last I saw he had five points in the game, so it doesn't sound like he's taking care of much business. He's um, had more steals that is good because he's had two steals <laughs> which is more than one Alonzo greater than Jello. hot take hot take yeah Lonzo <laughs> LeAngelo Ball has one steal and he hasn't even started the season yet <laughs> is he the next Kawhi oh my gosh oh my gosh that wasn't good defense so strong he jailed himself <laughs> oh zing hot take <laughs> Micah's hot topics they don't make any sense Sometimes that's the best. Um but yeah, I, I'm the sole reason we don't go by the the outline. <laughs> I'm still looking at it. Yeah, just, he keeps trying to move on and I'm just like, no. No. See, all I tangent, I tangent. have no problem with the tangents. Tangent, I, mean, tangent. I I have the screen cut to a window that's like, okay, we got to stay on track here at least because it's uh, it's only so small. But uh anyways, after talking about some no-namer who may not ever make it to the NBA or uh, let's talk about two of the greatest to ever do it, huh? So, bird magic? No. I mean, they are two of the greatest. Two of the greatest, but, uh, let's talk about... Porzingis? Mike. Porzingod? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that dude's insane. A unicorn? He is a unicorn. Did you see what he was for Halloween? No. He's a unicorn. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you don't say! He wore one of those unicorn hat things. Um... <laughs> But anyways, let's talk about some MJLBJ. That's LeBron James, in case you weren't aware. Uh, the comparisons that go around these two are just ridiculous. It, it really hit me like a year ago. Like, what, as soon as the season started last year, mm. like, the, everybody started coming out saying that LeBron is, he's the GOAT. The the word, the phrase GOAT gets thrown around a lot. Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Wrong sport. There's an article about Tom Brady. There is. Should we drop it in the comments? No. (laughs) Um, But anyways, people are trying to compare LeBron to all these great players, including Michael Jordan, and I have some, like, some qualms about it, but, you know, obviously he's dang good at what he does. But this stat that I saw recently, um, I'll shout him out a little bit. I found it on Twitter via an account called Legion Hoops, um... It says that Michael Jordan played in 1,072 career regular season games. LeBron played in his in that same number of games yesterday uh, against the Dallas Mavericks. It was the, that That was the, his 1,072nd game. Um, but here is how the two legends compare. Um, it's pretty pretty crazy. I'll just say, like at, at a glance, most of the numbers favor Michael Jordan. A couple favor LeBron James. But there's one stat that's left off that we'll talk about at the very end. Um, oh, I think I know what it is. Yeah, I can uh, see it already. So, MJ his his record was 706 wins to 366 losses. So that's per- just just under 500. Or no wait, not under. Oh, um, <laughs> that's like a just under a 66 percent percentage. I think if I'm doing my math right. Yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think my gosh i cannot do my math that's bad um basically if you were to he won two-thirds of his games two-thirds yes uh i could not figure that out lebron is pretty much the same like he's won 715 games and lost 356 so he's lost 10 less than mj and he's won nine more so in that category he kind of wins so far his career is not over yet but he is getting older uh, MJ has him beat by 3,000 points in his career at this point. Uh, LeBron has MJ beat by about a1,000 eh, rebounds and assists by like 2,000, which is pretty substantial. But MJ was like a scorer. He was not a facilitator much. Um, I mean just think about that. MJ had 5600 assists and then you look at a guy like John Stockton who had 15,000 in his career. That says a lot about their playing style and their position. Um, and their position, and that's a big reason why these numbers might be uh, a little lopsided one way or the Shooting other. Shooting guard versus a forward. Yeah, and and you know LeBron can play a lot of different positions, but ultimately he's supposed to be a small forward. Yeah. Um, but LeBron or MJ actually has about 60 more blocks than LeBron, which is kind of crazy to me. I mean, MJ was crafty, but LeBron is like an aggressive blocker chase down blocker maybe they just don't happen as often but that's still pretty close uh steals wise mj's beaten him by like 800 and then turnovers (laughs) lebron has 700 more than him in about the same number of games that's a lot that is a lot that's a lot but i feel like jordan was on better teams than lebron yeah and if you're gonna be the guy like lebron was he was the guy the only guy you the ball more, you're going to turn the ball over more. It's very true. And that's a big reason why I, like, I argue that they're... Apples and like, being slightly the, different apples. It's hard to compare people. I mean, I don't think there's a greatest player of all time. I think that there are great players, and there are people who can be chalked up against each other. But like, I, I think that kind of conversation is really exciting because there's a lot you can talk about. <laughs> but because they played in different eras, they played in different positions... I mean, like the rules were a little bit different when MJ played, and the teams they were on, and their playing the schedule, type of teams they played against, teams so, in the east and the west. So like it's oranges and tangerines, they're both yeah, citrus fruits, but they're a little different. Yeah, they're a little different than just they're. It's not like an apple to an orange. It's like it's close, closer than that. Got it. Uh, I, but I think LeBron's a better athlete. Oh, I I agree, and I, I've seen some comparisons out there that are like LeBron is the greatest athlete of all time. And, and and when they say of all time, I don't know if that's NBA. I sure hope so. Uh, but they're saying he's the greatest athlete of all time. MJ is the greatest uh, all-around player of all time. And Kobe is the greatest scorer of all time. Because Kobe can, like, he's, he's very... He can score in many different ways. And a lot of those ways he stole from Michael Jordan. <laughs> um, but Kobe doesn't really... I mean, I'm a big fan of Kobe, and he's done a lot in his career, like, you know, won five championships, but he hasn't put up numbers like LeBron has throughout his career in the same amount of time, um, hence him not being on this graphic, (laughs) but the last one is field goal percentage, and it's not very much different. LeBron has 0.5% more percentage points in his name, um... But the thing that they're not counting on here, which is what I just mentioned, is the number of rings. Must be made by a LeBron fan. Must be made by a LeBron fan. I mean, MJ had six rings. Um, they were both three-peats. <laughs> I think they were both three-peats, but again, he was a part of some dang good teams. I mean, he had <clears throat> the coach of the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> um He had Steve Kerr on his team. He had Scottie Pippen. Dennis Tony coach, Dennis Rodman. Um, those are like the main dudes, but obviously more came through. Luke Longley was a guy. LeBron had Bear Jow. <laughs> yeah, he had Bear Jow, He had Mo Williams. He had J.R. Smith for a good chunk of it. Um, well, part of it. Uh, Mike Miller. Dwayne Wade. Past his prime Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, the teams that he was on, that kind of might... Maybe that's why his turnovers are super high, but it also could be why his ring count is low. Um, but I don't think you can go off just rings to determine a player. I also don't think numbers tell everything. Yeah, true. Carl Malone doesn't have a ring. Carl Malone is considered wa- one of the best. He's one of the best. And um, he actually played for the Lakers for a year. Did you know that? I didn't know that. that I knew he was a jazz guy for the longest time. Forever. Ago. The only other team he played for was the Lakers, and it was his last, ye- <clears throat> his last year to try and get a ring, mm. and it didn't happen. But... That was weird to me. Like just thinking back, like didn't oh crap, I forgot about Carmelone playing for them. But uh, Carmelo Lakers jersey just freak everybody out. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> play for the Lakers. He did. Shut your mouth. <laughs> let me learn you something. But uh, anyways, two of the greats right there compared with numbers. Um, be sure to let us know what you think in the comments wherever you're watching or listening because I know this is a pretty can get can turn into a heated discussion um, of who's the greatest of all time. Well, it's um, Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll have to argue about that some other day it's time right. <laughs> uh, but in some other smaller news but could lead to some big news Eric Bledsoe uh, was traded to the Milwaukee Bucks to play with Giannis Antetokounmpo the MVP starting out candidate for the Bucks um, I've heard people say that Giannis could like if he had developed a long range shot he could be like a bigger more athletic Kevin Durant That's scary. Which I, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Like, seeing Kevin Durant in person and imagining a bigger version of that. That's a big snake. (laughs) That's a damn big snake. (laughs) Swallow anybody whole. Yeah. But talking about a guy here that, I mean, you know, in Giannis, who can basically jump from the free throw line without a problem and, like, just, like, his arm is just way above the rim and he just brings it down, kind of like the Space Jam dunk. Um but Eric Bledsoe is one of those athletic point guards that can dunk, and uh, he's a little older, but I think he brings a pretty good part to the Bucks that they needed to try and get Giannis the ball in important situations. So, Make them a more complete team. Yes. So it be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, but speaking of basketball, we have some college basketball starting up pretty soon. This coming week, this week, I think it's it starts on the 10th, doesn't it? The Vandals play Nevada. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I wanna, I don't usually watch Vandal basketball games on like, like from home. I don't usually stream those football. I do just cause like there's well, there's less games. It's kind of more exciting, and the wins mean something. And it's convenient. It's convenient. And basketball, they just happen more. often. Yeah, but you got to dig for them. Yeah, there. <laughs> some some obscure big sky. And plus, they're are they playing in the Mem Gym still? For the first part of the season, yeah so so, over. so for you who are, are not familiar with the university of idaho basketball team or the campus for that matter uh the basketball team plays in an old gym called the memorial gym Ooh, it's old it's very it's old. over 100 years old and like i've seen games like like national broadcast games in the mem gym like there was like one game where a big team came through and it was just like how there's so many lines on the floor it's like there's an espn camera Up there in the mem gym? Why? I don't don't know if that was actually ESPN, but it was on national television and it just seemed weird that the mem gym was on TV. It's because it has like all these lines on the floor for volleyball and the practice courts. (laughs) You know, if you ever walk in the mem gym and you look at the floor, you don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, it's (laughs) like you have to get above it to see it, and then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, but on the floor you're like, wow, this is a really drunk game of hopscotch. <laughs> so uh, they use this for a lot of things. Yeah, this could make for some extreme shuffleboard. But... <laughs> Keep it in the lines. Uh, what? It is in the lines. <laughs> no, the red lines. Which shade of red? <laughs> That's pretty much how it is. Uh, but yeah, they start their season out playing at the Mem Gym until uh, the football season is over. Then they get a, a temporary hardwood floor put into the Kibby dome where all the big games get are, are are held and that place is pretty fun they got we we always when we went to basketball games at the u of i we always call it balls and wieners um because drop my baseball because you going to watch basketball and we're gonna go get some hot dogs so and sneak in booze yeah i don't know maybe sometimes <laughs> um but anyways, that's all I got for basketball. Do you have anything else you want to talk about there? Or uh, Vandal's on? are picked to win the Big Sky preseason number one in the Big Sky. They're a loaded team, returning eighty-five percent of their scoring from last year. That's and pretty it's good. Seventy-five percent of their rebounds. That'll Which be nice. Be fun to watch. And they're gonna have more games in Boise for the tournament. Is that this That's year? next year. Dang it! I this keep is, getting that mixed up. <laughs> this is the last. Well, okay, well, the reason you're confused. This is last year in Reno. They're having home game in boise this year okay and so that was they don't always do that unless they play boise state but they're not doing that so they're having a home game in boise this year for the boise fans and starting next year the big sky tournament is in boise okay which i think spokane would have been a better city but i'm not gonna yeah i'm not gonna nitpick i'm closer to vandal basketball yeah i think i wonder if they well i guess they couldn't really control where that goes necessarily because I mean, the Vandals have a huge alumni base there, they wouldn't put the tournament there. Well, what they were thinking from what I've read, uh, since Reno was so dead as far as the tournament games, there's nobody there except the other teams and some parents. They're thinking moving it to a closer location that's more central, i.e., Boise, they can get fans from southern Utah, from Weber, from Idaho State, Idaho. Yeah, I mean, Boise, Portland, State. It's it's pretty central, Eastern Washington. I mean, it's it's like at most a six to eight hour drive for folks. Whereas Reno, from from Moscow down, even from Missoula or yeah. Bozeman, that's a long drive. That is a long drive. <laughs> Boise from Bozeman's a little more manageable. Yeah, for sure. That's let's see, Bozeman from here, five hours and it's four hours. It's a nine hour drive. Yeah, and to Reno would be like twelve at least. Yeah, <laughs> so, it, uh, I think they're picking Boise because it's a little more central. I think Spokane was too far north for them, and uh, yeah, it's, it should work out hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Spokane even isn't that far. It's really not from uh, Boise. It's, it's like not six hours, maybe. Well, I just think that, that Boise is a fun city, but Spokane's just funner. I agree. I mean, Boise is awesome. Spokane is also awesome. That one the German sandwich shop you guys took us to was on point alpine deli in spokane and they also had uh, a Shoka (laughs) banana basically these chocolate covered banana candies (laughs) damn they were good (laughs) uh if you're in if you're in uh spokane go to alpine deli (laughs) there you go a little shout out to a local business um what what are all these people doing (laughs) (laughs) oh you haven't heard abstract sports podcast 13 people watching this podcast all shut up (laughs) Um, so with that, we're going to jump into the next sport and it is <laughs> graphics, the graphics sport. <laughs> let's talk about some football. So let's just get the college football stuff out of the way real quick. And we'll talk about some NFL, cause that leads into the next segment. Um, the Vandals kind of poop in the bed. Yeah. Uh, Linehan, it's unofficial. Uh, Linehan looks like he hurt his hand pretty bad. He was walking up in a cast, he was crying. Um, he's a senior, too. He's a senior, so, you know, that kind of points to bad. He's posted a, a thing on Instagram saying, this is not the end, this is just the beginning of something great. Uh, Petrino, in the radio interview, uh, never said how severe the injury was, just said we're looking at all options to get him back on the field. And while that's not a he'll be fine or he's out, to me, reading between the lines, he's done was it his throwing hand yeah that's not good do you see that kind of stuff you see quarterbacks get their hands injured a lot when they throw a pass and they hit somebody's helmet or something yeah he was going down to the ground getting tackled trying to get rid of the ball and slammed on the ground that wasn't that part and then he got stepped on oh geez! by a big like defensive lineman getting stepped on with cleats is not a fun experience yeah, no matter so where but with only three games left i think he's done yeah that's probably true uh, it's too bad. You know, I was I don't think he was gonna get drafted by any means, but he had a chance. He, I mean, he still does. It's not like his hand is gonna be gone forever. If he had played better, he kinda I don't know, he didn't improve upon last year. Mm-hmm. If he played, yeah. yeah, if he improved on last year, maybe got another bowl in or something. Yeah. And you can't put the you can't put the whole not going to bowl on him because um, the team lost some talent, he lost some of the receivers, but he still He still made some dumb decisions. He (laughs) still made some throws he shouldn't have. Um, He didn't... It was just more of the same, really. Yeah. Enough to get the job done of the rest of the teams with him. But he also... He lost a couple of games on his own. He was pretty loose with the ball for two of the close games. Turning it over in the fourth quarter on the final possession that would lead to a go-ahead score. And they poked the ball out. Son, you bro. So... uh, yeah, that, yeah. That love him to death. Me. It was really fun to watch him, but I think he's done. He won't I don't think he'll get drafted. I think he has a chance in Canada. Yeah, probably Canada. I I could see him being a starter in Canada. I think he's he's the right size. Mm-hmm. He's like 6'3". And the CFL is kind of like the the G League of the NFL. Yeah. The players go there to get development and then they get become prospects again. Yeah. Um, yeah no, I don't know. I think he's got a, a legit shot in Canada. But the record you said is 3 and 6. And uh, I don't know who we play this week. Uh, we're on a bye this week. Hmm. Then we play Coastal Carolina, which if we had Linehan, I would say we would win. And then we play, I think, New Mexico State, who's much improved this year. So, Should be an interesting last couple games, then. Yeah, like, they're all winnable, especially <laughs> if Linehan plays, but I don't think he's playing. Um, and so... With that, we know we're not going to a bowl game. It's pretty much just like we're going to use this to develop our younger guys and try to prep them for, um, you know, looking looking forward to the next season. Yeah. Uh, who the hell knows going to the college football playoff? Oh. <laughs> Alabama and Georgia, and then who else? Doesn't matter. So. Yeah, there was a big game that I know you were watching over the weekend: Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Um, yeah, well, it, it lived up to its name, Bedlam. Yeah, there's... should be more Bedlam because there's no D. <laughs> <laughs> 62 to 52, Oklahoma wins. You're my dark horse, OSU. You were supposed to make it. Yeah, I don't know if you watched maybe six or seven episodes ago, or just before the season started for college football. Mike had predicted Oklahoma State to be the dark horse. I think it's my first episode I did with you. I think so. Yeah. And All uh my predictions. But it, it was still a dang good game. I, I watched the highlights, and that was entertaining on its own. Yeah. Like Oklahoma State had a chance to win. They were on the right side of the 50 with less than two to go down by three and there's a couple plays there they just didn't execute some goofy play calling Gundy um <laughs> but at the end of the day they didn't execute like on the final play that they had the ball it was a fourth and eight so they needed eight and they ended up taking a a shot to the end zone oh wow and the receiver was open by a long ways, it just Rudolph overthrew him. Oh, my gosh. And that would have been epic to yeah, see. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> it's there. You just you got excited, and uh, it was it was frustrating. But definitely a offensive powerhouse of, from both teams. No defense whatsoever, like yeah, you're saying. like Oklahoma had, like, 796 yards or something like that. One, one replay that I saw over the weekend that was really cool and really didn't have any in, impact on anything um, but the, I don't remember who they were playing, but Notre Dame was playing this game against somebody. And this oh, guy comes uh, up, Wake and, Forest. Yeah, and they, this guy comes up and he hits the, the running back like a little helmet-to-helmet action, just shatters the gold paint off the helmet. In slow-mo, that was so cool. Like, you, you don't even need special effects for something like that. That was just neat. All right. Speaking of Notre Dame and college football, this weekend's going to be crazy. Is it? There's three top ten matchups. Oh, snap. Three. What are they? Do we know? Uh, Notre Dame and Miami. Hurricanes. Hurricanes. We've got TCU and Oklahoma. The Horn Frogs. Horn Frogs. And we've got Oklahoma coming off the big fifty-plus point game. Yeah, and TCU, who already beat Oklahoma State, and is uh, it's basically a five-six, four-four-five matchup. That'll and be exciting. I don't know the third matchup. Um I think it's a big big 10 matchup. Okay. So, something to look forward to though if you're a college football person, look for yeah. those top 10 matchups, teams that are within the 10 seed and they're playing against each other. That'll be exciting. Yeah. It's a it's a, it's a big weekend. <clears throat> um and then oh, maybe it's Georgia? Georgia? Georgia playing Auburn? I don't know if my phone's going to show that right off because it's like Hold on. Let's see here. Scores la la la. I've got college football as a favorite. So let's see. Sorry. We're just looking up some news for y'all. Here, look. Let us look at our phones. Uh, yeah, Georgia Auburn is the other top 10 matchup. And also we have Michigan State Ohio State, which is a top 15. There you go. So it's a, uh, if you like good teams playing good teams, Saturday's your day. There you go. And then after Saturday, got some more NFL uh, things that have been happening lately. Um, just to rattle some things off real quick, Eagles, Bueno. Since last time I had, they had a record like this, they went to the Super Bowl with Randall Cunningham, or no, Donovan McNabb, McNabb, yeah, McNabb. Andy <laughs> Reid, <laughs> uh, Andy Reid, and T.O. Yeah. So, my, my uncle is a big Eagles fan, and he's endured some pretty terrible seasons lately, but Carson Wentz might bring one home. I mean, there's a chance. He's young. Carson Wentz has some years ahead of him. And he's got, what, like 21 touchdowns on the year? More than that. Really? He had 19 going into this last week. Okay, maybe he's at 21. So it's like 21, 22. somewhere in there, but he's killing it. He's on fire. Um, plus they just got Jay Ajay added to the backfield. Yeah. Way to punish your players, Miami. <laughs> yeah, let's send him to the best team you in You don't want to show up to team meetings. You don't want to practice hard. Well, we're going to send you to the best team in football. <laughs> okay. Okay. That reminds me, a little bit of story time here. Um, Tangent. I'm not going to say any names. Tangent. <laughs> Tangent. But uh, somebody I know had a, a great uncle or great grandpa or somebody who got uh, caught smoking weed in the military. Yeah. And they were like, you know what? We need to punish you. And he was a ski instructor. That was like part of what he did. He kind of trained the army. The Alpine skier or something. Yeah. So they sent him to the Swiss Alps to train like the Swiss army to to ski the one army that probably doesn't need to be taught how to ski but, right you know, oh like, like like training people who don't know oh. how to and it's like oh wow what a punishment you just send a guy to like heaven <laughs> you know what you're good at skiing you know what we're gonna do to you to punish you send you to the best skiing in the world <laughs> <laughs> that's kind damn of, it <laughs> that's sort of what's going on in a smaller microcosm <laughs> with the jhi and the eagles yes, the authorities don't know what's yeah, what punishment bad. really is, so you just kind of keep quiet. You're like, all right. Sure. <laughs> you really got me, Coach? Oh, no, not there. Please, anything but that. Um, but then on the other side of the bird coin, the Falcons are looking like poo. Um, Garbage. Their running backs are not showing up like they have in the last couple of years. And they're on my fantasy team. And, yeah, I've got one of them on mine, too. Uh, but Matt Ryan hasn't been nearly as productive. Um, I know in one of my other leagues I've been playing Derek Carr over him a lot, and that's been paying off. So matty ice has melted yeah (laughs) i just came up with that that's a good one i just should we make we need to make a graphic off the top of my head micah's original thoughts what we'll have to make a clip of this video right here and we're gonna put like matty ice has melted and Mm just with like emojis on the side you know like those cool videos people put on facebook these days um and then of course the the packers though they are hurting without rogers like, they, they really need that guy. I saw in an interview recently that he was saying that they're not going to risk anything this time around because he's had a, a similar injury like this before. And when he came back, he wasn't fully healthy. And so I, I also heard that they weren't going to do extra x-rays on it because they were saying that the radiation can affect the healing process. Well, the last time he broke his collarbone, they were taking a bunch of x-rays all the time. It just recovery was delayed yeah and so. i guess he he was saying he's been doing a lot of research and the main thing is just getting a lot of blood flow to that area so you can build bone up um but he said that if like if he's feeling healthy towards the end of the season sure he'll come back but if it's kind of like a question mark then no yeah he's like no in, no in between i think they kind of know that their team is on the downside of the hill or over the hill I mean, Aaron Rodgers is 33? Yeah. He's getting it, to that age as a quarterback? He's still... Aaron Rodgers still in his prime. He's still one of the best, if not the best, when he's healthy. But everybody around him... I thought him, Tom Brady was GOAT. He is GOAT. Okay. But anyways... I, Aaron, I didn't say best... Player. I, I was meaning, like, best <laughs> passer. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, the most talented arm. Because he does things that shouldn't well, be possible. Look at the Hail Mary passes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But I think that they may realize that the team isn't the best in the division. They're not going to beat Minnesota. <coughs> um... Detroit depends on which Detroit team shows up, and uh, And that's on thanks. No, that's next week. Yeah, so I think this week. Well, they played Detroit. Oh, that was yeah. That was they played on Monday. That's right. My bad. I'm two weeks behind. Yeah, (laughs) but I think they realized that they probably weren't going to make the Super Bowl anyway. Yeah. So just chill. Mm -hmm. And they need they need some uh, some some changes. They need a defense. Their defense cannot. Stop anybody. They just slow them down. So. And they have that guy Clay Matthews, who's supposed to be this, this beast. He's lost a step. He's uh he's just a prettier Brian Cushing at this point. He's a state so. farm rep. That's all he is now. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I was gonna say I thought that the Packers and Lions always played on Thanksgiving Day. That's one thing that had me kind of confused when they were playing. Uh, on Monday night. <laughs> what. <laughs> say, that, say that again. <laughs> Sorry. So the Lions and Packers, don't they? I thought they always played on Thanksgiving Day. The Lions always play on Thanksgiving Day. I think it's just been the Packers the last couple times. Okay. But Cowboys usually do. They do play each other twice a year. Huh. I know that it's not on Thanksgiving, though. Who they playing on Thanksgiving? Um, I think they're playing either the Cowboys or the Eagles. Because Detroit uh, and Dallas always play a game. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily play each other, but they always play a game on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's always that's weird how that is. I wonder what tradition. where the tradition came from. Maybe it's something we can talk about around Thanksgiving time. Know. They know people are home. They know people are tired from. Well, I mean, like, why is it always the Cowboys oh. and Lions? Cowboys because they're America's team, and Detroit because people like Lions. They used to suck. <laughs> well, maybe we <laughs> could do a little segment on that when Thanksgiving is. Do closer. some research. We'll do some research. We um, won't do some research. We'll just look it up before. So. Yeah, we'll just pull it up. <laughs> um. But on to some other news that's been just kind of crazy. Everybody knows about it. It's just, it's in the news in different sports, and it's affecting a lot more people than just in the sports world. Let's talk about the city of Houston for a minute. God hates Houston. (laughs) Things have been very, as a Houstonian, I don't know what the word is around there, but life has got to be kind of crazy. Like, you got Hurricane Harvey that just rips through, you know, claims a lot of lives, property um your family's getting separated having to rebuild all those things um and then you have people like jj J. watt who are like like the heroes in the community who come out and and like raise money raise money. a ton of money like his goal initially was like a few hundred thousand dollars and he ends up raising like several million like tens of millions like, it was like, ended like 15 17 million uh, yeah i saw last i saw it was 17 i think it went up from there but like the fact that sports have that kind of impact on community efforts and things like that it kind of blows my mind and it makes me happy to be a sports fan <laughs> and you know it kind of gives you some hope for humanity out there but then you know with the, th- the way that things have been going in houston with the you have the hurricane then you have jj watt doing good and then jj watt goes down with a season ending injury and it's like um shit <laughs> So, that that just sucks. I mean, obviously, the, then the city's rallying around for J.J. Watt, trying to um, build him up so he can come back stronger next year. And I know he's already contemplated retiring a couple times. So, this is just another wrench thrown in there. But after the, he goes down, then Astros are in the World Series. So, it's like the city's back up. What? They're all excited. What? We're good. Oh, and, my God. And not only that, but it goes to seven games. So, this the community can get that much more economy coming through and and things well formed. Game 7 was in LA so. oh that's right dang it well still the, yeah, the, the, the series they, went yeah longer. they play the, the mo- max amount of games they could yeah think, so. and so I think that brought a lot a lot of hope and just excitement to the city and morale with, positive morale yeah for sure and literally the day after the World Series well, well they they made the World Series Oh, they yeah. won they the won. World Series. <laughs> they won the World Series. So not only did they get there, but they made it to Game yeah. 7. The then, most important piece of this thing. And then they, they beat the Dodgers in L.A. for Game 7. And it wasn't even really all that close. It really wasn't. I mean, you Darvish gave up five runs in the first two innings, and the rest is history, pretty much. Yeah. Um. They had Clayton Kershaw come in to try and save them. Um, they just couldn't... Uh, they didn't score enough. They didn't. They had opportunities, too. The Dodgers mm-hmm. had... Stranding runners on road base road. like fifth and sixth inning they had a guy on first and third twice and they couldn't capitalize on it so the astros go on to win the world series that's huge for the city of houston that means there's going to be a parade coming there's a lot of excitement around that it's already happened it was big it was we, huge. Back. we back we back back. but you know before the parade the day after the astros won the world series less than 24 hours their new shining hope star, um, Deshaun Watson, the rookie for the Houston Texans, who was tied for the the most touchdowns in the NFL. He was on a tear. Oh <laughs> my gosh! I just came. Speaking of tears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Uh, but anyways, the day after the World Series ends, the Astros win it. Deshaun Watson goes down with a torn ACL in a non-contact drill at practice. So, like, after that, the city of Houston's like, screw it, we got the parade still, and then we're going to be happy. <laughs> so they had the parade and all was good, but you can't help but feel bad for the city of Houston, man. Like, they I mean, yeah. it, it's awesome that they have people like this in their community, though, that can build them up in times when they need it. Um, and it kind of, it's gone both ways <laughs> this well, for, this year for them. For city on the plains, there's a lot of peaks and valleys that's true um but obviously hope for deshaun watson to recover nicely and um hopefully comes back strong and he can put up a season like he did this year um with an acl tear how quickly they're um able to do surgery on that and have them come back he'll probably be back close to beginning of next season maybe a little into the season something like that um but he's a good guy too like when hurricane harvey ripped through he was uh giving his game checks to the cafeteria workers who lost family or homes in the in the hurricane so yeah. no sh- it's not chump change yeah so. that's a lot of money uh, even though he's a rookie so shout out Houston we got you back um, and speaking of the World Series oh I mean, is there much more to say than what we already talked about <laughs> for those just tuning in Houston won the World Series <laughs> uh, it was a crazy series uh, I don't know that's what baseball needed. Yeah, I mean it was a very entertaining series for a sport that's not exactly growing. Went seven games, ups and downs. It was a very offensive series. Records for most home runs was set in like game four. Yeah, they there's still three more games to play. there's like, a guy who hit a home run in every game. Yeah, it's just uh, it was insane. A lot of home runs, a record amount of home runs by a mile. The uh, record for shortest game and warmest game in the World Series was game one. And That's then crazy. the longest game in World Series history was also part of this series. So just a record-setting series, I'll say. Yeah, and they um, had a pretty interesting pitching battle, too, with yeah. Justin Verlander getting acquired late. And they got Kershaw, who I think is... He's one of my favorite guys to watch in the MLB, just because like, he's so competitive. Even in the regular season. Like The, the season is long, but whenever he plays one little thing goes wrong and he's pissed like just the competitor to him is is a uh, admirable um but yeah good that series. that matchup was crazy after the World Series is over a guy proposed to his girlfriend which is bold strategy common. he proposed to Miss Texas oh I didn't know that was Miss Texas that was Miss Texas dang yeah and then three days after the World Series Justin Verlander got married to Kate Upton good for him yeah <laughs> It's really, it's really hard to like Justin Verlander right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, it, was, it was a good month
0: for Justin Verlander. Yeah. So Keltron, she's she's a big, uh, well, not I wouldn't say big, but she's a Detroit Tigers fan, and she liked Verlander and I think it's because he's attractive. But he's a goofy looking dude. Yeah, he's a good, but he's a good baseball player and I don't know how she feels still about him going or leaving Detroit and then getting married to Kate Upton. But hey, she's already taken. <laughs> yeah i'm not sure your wife's uh passion for baseball goes as deep as her mother's
1: yeah i don't uh, think that's true so either i yeah. say that
0: because she just showed up in the comments. oh alice on facebook says springer was awesome yes yes he was was that the guy who hit all the home runs or was that stan stan no it wasn't stan stan um, doesn't play for- i mean oh by the way i got the new pixel 2 over the weekend tech review coming next no <laughs> yeah abstract <laughs> sports tech um but no, I I used to be an iPhone guy, I made the switch to the Pixel 2 XL. It, Android. Not only was it a switch f- from the operating system standpoint, but man, the size of this phone is ginormous. Huge. Huge. But let's try this. Kyle knows phones. I'm going to try best the phones. I'm going to try the assistant, the squeeze assistant to see if we can get who the home run guy was in the World Series. I don't even know what to say, but I'm going to give who it a shot. Who hit all those home runs in that World Series thing? Okay. I'm gonna, I I think I'm going to just go for it. Who hit the most home runs in the World Series this year? These are the top results. Uh, Damn it, Google. Well, we got some results here. Let me see if I can pull them up here. Uh, Astros-Dodgers combined for most home runs in World Series history. Um, Quality production right here. Houston slammed five home runs in Sunday's 13-12 win the 10 inning thriller that we mentioned um okay 2017 world series home runs george springer had three yeah, of those so, yeah. uh alice on facebook says yeah he was the mvp he was mvp he's crazy five in the world series but dang that's a lot of homies homies <laughs> dang man that's a lot of homes a lot of dingers it's a total of 22 home runs in the world series yeah they broke the record in like game four for the series that's so crazy we could have three more games sure enough they did (laughs) so uh yeah it was i don't know i think it was good for baseball it'll be hard for next series to live up to it uh i think houston will be favored to return i don't know if the dodgers will but yeah it's kind of yeah houston's a really young team but in the indians they did pretty well this year too well i wonder if they'll i'm sure they'll be able to make the playoffs again but yeah, I'd like to see Cleveland make it. I think New York will be relevant because their bullpen was pretty good. Oh, yeah. So. I, was, I mean, I know Alice is going to hate me for saying this, and Kelly always, like, punches me when I say it, but I, I was kind of rooting for the Yankees a little bit, mostly because of their story with uh, with uh, Aaron Judge. I would expect nothing less from the guy who keeps giving airtime to the ball family. <laughs> <laughs> of yeah, course just, you'll root for the Yankees. I just guy. follow the big teams yeah. and I talk about the big story. And they're lines. in the news a lot. I'll <laughs> like them. How about that? They haven't called me out on my bluff. <laughs> no, I, but I mean, also I think that I think the thing that had me rooting for him in the first place. <laughs> Alice on Facebook says, "Boo." Yeah, yeah, boo. <laughs> oh, boo. I got haters. You need to move to the big city because you like Los Angeles and New York. Like, <laughs> yeah, hold on. come on. Well, which city do I move to? Probably New York. <laughs> I'm not a Yankees fan though, okay, on the record. I'm not kinda, a, kinda sounds like it. I don't have a team. Kinda alright? sounds like it. I follow players and I was following Aaron Judge, alright? And that's why I was rooting for the Yankees. You really struck out with that one. Plus they were a, a smaller seed, and I have mentioned several times that I root for the underdog, so I was kinda going for them for that reason. Well then root for Cleveland. Well, I root for them too. I root for both of them at the same time. We played each other. I know. <laughs> that's why it was hard. Dang. My heart's gonna be broken either way. <laughs> Uh, but, I mean, Aaron Judge is a stand-up guy, and whenever I see a guy who seems to be, like, a respectful person, he's kind, and he's in the spotlight and all this, I think that says a lot about a person, so that made me like him. Is it because he's tall and he can play basketball? No. Oh. It has nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> but he is huge. He's gigantic. Like, the, the pictures of him next to the, the Indian second baseman. Well, even Houston's shortstop. Like, just... Houston's shortstop's, like... Makes him look five tiny. 5'6", six. He's my height. Yeah. Oh, uh, Altuve. Yeah, yeah. That, that dude. Plus, he can hit some home runs. He can. Whew. That's insane for a guy who's 5'6", six. It tells you don't don't give up. I'm a lot of power in that guy. Don't give up, little guys. I was I was I am one of you, <laughs> and here I am sitting in front of a camera talking about sports. Mm-hmm. Yes. Looking at our phones. Sports, sports, sports. sports I think we know Sports, sports, sports. We know sports. Sports, sports, sports. <laughs> Well, we're talking about sports, let me just use my phone to come up with some things. Well, clearly we're not prepared. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, that pretty much does it for the episode today. Uh, For everybody who came through for episode 30 of the Abstract Sports Podcast, I want to say thank you. Thanks to those who shared the podcast. Thanks for those who were commenting. We really appreciate it. Um, The comments really are what make the show fun. Hence, us coming back to Facebook. Because Twitch, people on Twitch are just lame. They were not engaging with us. Um, <laughs> and so we came back to Facebook to, to bring bring all y'all back into it. Bring um, this podcast back to life. Bring us back to life. <laughs> yeah, I like that. We need to write a book, by the way, called Bringing Sports Back to Life. How to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the so, ins and outs and what's and what nots to do about podcasting. There you go. We could talk about that. Who knows? It could be anything. But... I don't think I have a question for this week. I just want to kind of leave it open-ended. Did you um, get any replies for the... We didn't get any replies. Three, four weeks ago? We did not. Oh, wait. the You mean the question thing? Yeah. No, we didn't get any of those. Let me actually go check the YouTube real fast because Clay Clay is the man. He's always dropping comments on our videos. I can't leave him out. So let me go see if he drops something this time around. Drop it like it's hot. Um, pause And I'm pretty sure that I already mentioned this one in the last show. Um, The question before was, uh, if you could travel back in time to watch a game, like any sporting event or moment, what would it be? Yeah. Pretty sure I already answered that one. What episode is this? This one is 29. 29. I did not answer it then. Wait. Shwigity shwoody. Is this actually episode 31? This is 30. That's my face. Oh yeah, we didn't do one last. Didn't week. do one last week. Okay, so the question for this week that we are answering for you is: If you could travel back in time to watch any sporting event or moment, what would it be? And then I also added the secondary thing on there that said: What significance does that moment have to you? Because I feel like some sports memories you can re- you can remember where you were, and the nostalgia of that is just so real. It's too real, and so you have to talk about it. Um, Ooh, it's too real. We got one response on Facebook or on YouTube from Clay Dog. Uh, shout out, your boy Clay, on, on Instagram. Um, he said, I cannot think of one particular game. There are so many. I think I would have to use a COP-OUT ANSWER, in all caps, hence my yelling. A CAP-OUT ANSWER. CAP-OUT ANSWER. <laughs> <laughs> and say when the Vandals won the Humanitarian Bowl. I remember being at home watching the game and how excited I was being a freshman in college and being a part of the university experience. Uh, that's a very orientation leader thing to say right there, but yeah. I appreciate those words. Uh, he then says it was very enjoyable to see how the campus was afterward for that school year as well. That's a pretty big one for me too, to be honest. Um, where were you when the Vandals won the Humanitarian Bowl? In Idaho Falls. Oh, that's right, you weren't even in the U5. No, I was. I was just at the branch here. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah, realize that. Becca was still in high school. She was a senior, and so I was enrolled as a U of I, a, a dual student. Oh, I see, you're getting the extra credit. Yeah, yeah, at the branch okay. here, I did my freshman. I got my my calc, my English. Oh, I didn't even know my that humanitarian. Yeah, that's why I, I was only in school three years in Moscow. I forgot about that because yeah. I didn't start hanging out with you guys for yeah. a couple of years. Yeah. yeah, I only did three years in Moscow. That's crazy. Did my first year here, so well, I was still rooting on. for them, but uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't go to the Kibbe Dome until the year after. Man, so do you think it, if you were up in the, up in Moscow when that happened, do you think you'd have a little more connections? Oh yeah, hype! So much hype! So much hype! So I think, <laughs> so I think that's why the uh, the famous pit bowl was more special to me than the humanitarian bowl, okay? Because I was a little a little more involved. Yeah, and we can. So we, I think we'll probably get to that one too in a minute. But um, I think I, if if Clay was a freshman, that means I was a sophomore. I, I can't even remember. Oh nine yeah fall, one nine. Yeah, that would have been because i was a freshman yeah that makes sense yeah so i remember exactly where i was i was actually here in town because it was during the holidays mm-hmm. and uh i was at my friend mike's house and you know everybody in idaho falls are they're pretty much boise state fans just by association to idaho not necessarily because they went there and so i i brought the vandal game up He's like why would i want to watch a vandal game and like, come on, you don't even understand the rivalry. And he's like, what are you <laughs> talking about? And I'm like, Mike. No. <laughs> Quit pretending. But I was watching the game there, and, I, you know, we he also is a big sports guy. And I'm like, dude, we got to watch the Vandal Bowl game. It's going to be legit. He's like, okay, let's do it. So we, we put it up on the TV at his place, and I got to watch Rob Aikie go for two. Mm-hmm. And the guy who caught that pass, I played basketball with him the next year in, at the gym in Moscow. <laughs> So it's, it's kind of cool to. Um, at least I think I did. Yeah, I think so. But anyways, that was a pretty cool moment. I when they when he made that two point conversion, I like was jumping up, freaking freaking out, like. I'm surprised the neighbors didn't come over and like, cause there's a party. Who's while getting murdered? In this townhouse, like, please stop celebrating whatever is making you happy. Uh, so Clay, I share in the excitement of that moment. That one was really cool because I think. For the same reason that he's talking about, like when you have, like sports do a certain thing, they 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 give you a reason to root for your school. Um, you know, as if being an alumni and like graduating from there wasn't enough, you have sports teams you can follow as well. And so, adding a humanitarian bowl of win to that experience of you know, it's kind of hard to imagine, hard to put into words. So like, if you're a part of that, you know what it feels like. But man. Definitely a cool experience to be a part of. Um, uh, do you want to do yours or do you want me to go on, like, the answer for this? Because I have a really good one. You can go. Okay, I'm going to go. Mine's a baseball game. Okay. So my crazy moment that I would like to see... Oh, man. there's There's a lot. There's one that stands out in particular. And I have to say... Kobe's last game. Like there are a lot more a lot of other games I could go back and watch and like I've I've tried to think this through as much as possible but there's nobody in sports that has that has influenced me as much as like Kobe Bryant has. And the game that he had a couple years ago against the Jazz in LA, holy cow. Like I think the reason was because, you know, I've been following the Lakers ever since I could remember when I was like 10 years old. And, uh, like, Kobe coming in the league and everything, being really young, I was thinking that could be me in a few years, and I've said this several times on the podcast, so I won't tell the story all the way through, but, um, when it came to Kobe's last game, it was almost like vintage Kobe, you know, like... Selfish Kobe. <laughs> yeah. Well, against his will this time, like, the teammates just weren't yeah. passing they were just passing the ball. No, you. You, um... <laughs> you take it. And, like, watching him have that kind of performance in a game that the Jazz really needed to win, um... Obviously, they Kobe probably wanted. He wanted to win. He's oh, yeah. a competitor. Even if it's his last game, he wants to win. Oh, he was exhausted. Oh, geez, just watching the highlights like gives me chills. Just because like you can tell he has nothing left to give, and he's he's still going. Um, but he put up the sixty points, and not only that, but he hit the game winner or the go ahead shot to give them the win. Um, I think the Rockets. So the Rockets had won their game earlier that night, and that gave them their playoff spot but I don't think the Jazz knew that. So they were trying to get the win, thinking that that would give them the playoff berth. Um, but Kobe shut him down. <laughs> and he, no. He's been shutting the Jazz down his entire career, and so when he did it again... <laughs> God damn it, why will this guy just retire? He is, <laughs> um, yes, after and, this uh, game. And uh, I think he's also had his downfalls with the Jazz, but I don't know, just all the moments I've had with like watching Kobe play and grow up and me growing up watching him and all this stuff... Kind of accumulating into this one game is just like that was awesome. <laughs> and just I couldn't imagine being at Staples Center for that. So that that's my moment. The what do the kids say? Lit. It's it's lit. would it be lit. It'd lit. be several flame emojis. Lit with multiple T's. Yes. Lit Fire Not Poop. That's Micah's reply on every podcast. Fire not poop. Fire Not Poop. Not fiery poop either. No different things. Order matters. <laughs> but what what is your sporting memory that you would want to travel back in time to experience? Uh, it was the 2012... 2012? 2012 World Series? 2012, 2013? Oh, was 2012 World Series. I think it had to be 2012 World Series. I should know this. Um, It was the Cardinals versus the Rangers game six. So... Uh, in perspective, the it was in St. Louis, Busch Stadium. I'm a Cardinals fan. And the Rangers were one out away from winning the series. They were up 3-2 uh, to two in the series. And they even got down to like a strike. They were a strike away from, from winning. My gosh. More than once. Um, and the Cardinals came back and won the game in extra innings thanks to David Freeze. Uh and his heroics and you should just watch there's a whole youtube like the final four innings of that game it's pretty crazy because they were down by multiple runs um down to their last out in regulation and in extra innings and i, I think vin scully was calling that game too. i think he was and it was just it was crazy that that's like another one of those moments where, like don't give up ever yeah, it, you're never, you're never out of it, and just keep going, keep fighting, and they did, and they won Game Six, forced Game Seven, and they won in the they won the next night. Could you imagine the amount of focus you need to have to? Oh God! Being that guy up to bat with one strike to go, one strike to go, and you know if you miss, it's yeah, over. Your series is over. It's over. Your season's over. Um, it's too bad David Freeze didn't work yeah. out in St. Louis because he's a hometown guy, and that made it even better. Uh, David Freeze is from Springfield, I think, Missouri. So he was oh, the wow. he was the hometown boy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just made it all the better. That's crazy. So, yeah, it was it was several flame emojis,
1: <laughs> no I,
0: poop emojis. Yeah, I was in the uh, in the LLCs at U of I where Becca lived, and there was a, a big group of us. And one of our friends was also a Cards fan, so we were watching, and people were crowded around us, and we were freaking out. <laughs> and the RA came by, I was like, "Stop hollering!" And we're like, "No, stop we're, hollering! We're excited." <laughs> quit, quit, holler, quit yelling hey kids stop yeah. hollering dang kids quit yelling and then he ended up watching the game with us <laughs> we're like see so, told yeah, you it was uh it was quite fun That's to watch cool. I, I, being there I can't imagine it was several flame emojis <laughs> so yeah. well said um I don't think I have a question for this week I think maybe we just go into the next one alright what do you think got anything off the top of your head you want to ask them how about you, you guys ask us some questions We've yeah. some questions asked us. You know what? That's a dang good point. Ask us some questions. Between now and next podcast, next Wednesday, we're going to we're gonna have you guys send in your questions for us. It can be anything. Obviously, sports-related is better because that's kind of what this podcast is about. Um, what seasoning should I put on my chicken? Yeah, I mean... Creole Mike, seasoning. Mike is all about that. He, he knows you want it spicy or not spicy. Yeah, he never, can tell you Never, which way to never trust a skinny chef. Oh. A little, a little pudgy. I made, I made a pretty good carbonara the other day. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, so if you have food questions, you got tech questions, we can talk about how they relate to sports. Trust me, we can find a way. You could do a sports viewing experience on your Pixel 2 XL. I could. Like a review? Yeah. Could. The basketball looks extra crisp on this AMOLED screen. <laughs> the stereo speakers pump out great time. Because I don't have a headphone jack. <laughs> Still haven't needed it, Okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, drop us your questions in the comments here. You can drop them on SoundCloud. You can send us an email. You can do anything. Get at us on Twitter. Boop, boop, boop. And this Twitter, doesn't matter which one, uh, we will stockpile all the questions. We'll answer all of the questions next podcast. If you send us like 200 questions, we'll answer 200 questions. We'll answer 200 questions. We will like block out the entire second half of the podcast. Maybe it'll just be the entire podcast. I don't care. I just want to talk to you guys. Tell me about your sports things. Tell me about your whatever you want. Yeah, my underwear's blue, if you're curious. Oh my That's gosh, blue. yeah. Why are my underwear blue? Well, because the sky is blue. Because they were clean. And you, <laughs> great answer, Mike. Yeah. Great answer. Um, yeah, send us your questions. We look forward to answering all of those for you next week. So until next time, I am Kyle, a.k.a. Tater Deluxe, with my boy Micah, a.k.a. Micah Rawave We'll see you next Wednesday. Tulu deuces.